You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall podcast and show, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia and houses 600 classic cars for sale and over 400 barn finds on display. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. Now on to the show with our host, the president of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Houghton. Good morning, Ethan. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Look what's outside. Hundreds of Camaros. I think 470, Carl just told me, of the Camaros at the Camaro Nationals. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you, this was last week or the week before or years from now or <laughs> whenever it happens to be. We're actually recording on July the 16th, 2022. Show number 45. So, you know, we're, we're veterans now. But word on the street is that, and I know you're going to talk about it, the Camaro Nationals might be back. It could come back in for the next foreseeable like future. Like they're having a great time here at Morgantown. And we're having a great time with them, too. I mean, you know, our parking lot, usually, we have 2,500 parking spaces. Usually we use about 30 or 40 at any given right. time. So now we've got 470 Camaros. That's a gaggle, I think. A couple other F-bodies, too. I see Something a little there. Firebirds here in there, but that's all right. Listen, we're equal opportunity when it comes to that stuff. But uh, Same plan. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we've been promoting doing national events and larger events here at the uh, facility because it just makes sense with the size. But but more so than that, it's the convenience factor. How easy is it to get into our facility if you've got a truck and a trailer? Mm-hmm. You get right off on the turnpike. There's no traffic. There's no, you know, anything crazy you got to do. You just pull right in, and, and we've got great trailer parking in the back, which is full of trailer. It looks like we have a trailer sale going on as it's well a, in the back. You know it's a trailer. It's not only Camaro show. It's a trailer. Show. It's a trailer show. If you're into that, if you're in the market for a trailer, and you want to just get, put get the best ideas. Come out here, or just put a note on the guy's trailer that you see out there and say, "Hey, you know, my name is Joe Smith, and I'd like to buy your trailer." So you, which, know, you know, there's some nice cars when you see that many trailers. Yeah, you know, isn't that the truth? And the the really cool trailers. The one with the glass sides on it that one of Grumpy's toys came in. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't see the car that came, but I see the trailer, and it's really cool. It's got the glass sides, and oh, wow. you know, so if you know potential thieves can see what they're <laughs> breaking into to get right. But uh, no, I bet you we probably have 150 trailers here, uh, and every kind of dually pickup truck you've ever seen sure. in your entire life. So, uh, welcome to the Camaro Club. We're going to talk to um, their social media director and uh, all-around car guy, Drake. Donovan here on the second and third segment of the show. But um, what's been going on here at Classic Automall, Steve? Anything exciting on your end? Have you uh, uh, anything happening that we need to know about? Any new consignments you're scoping out? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no? No, but I'll be at uh, Doylestown at dusk tonight. There you which, go. Which is last week if you're listening to the show. And, uh, what time will you be there, dusk? Uh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> what time is I got to get there at 1 or 2 o'clock today and set up. And then the show starts at 5 o'clock. It's one of these great shows where they close down a whole town. Right, you get to walk through, and it's a real family event. Once a year, once a year, 
and it's uh, it's been going on for I think thirty five years. or wow. something. Wow, I never get to go to these things. Why do I not get invited oh, to these? You, you go to the big shows. I cover the little shows in the summer. I just got back from my buddy Grant Miller's place in Lock Haven. He was having his I think twenty twenty first annual uh, uh, classic car auction. They're a dealer auction normally. They run every Thursday in Lock Haven slash Mill Hall, PA, which is right off I eighty in the center of the state near mm-hmm. State College, PA, in Williamsport. And uh, great family run operation. And their classic sale is amazing. Grant curates and collects a bunch of cars throughout the year and then sells them. And most of them he sells no reserve. And they're just all spectacularly done. And he likes a little bit of everything, you know, 50s convertibles to muscle cars to, you know, everything in between. And uh, they do a great sale over there. Bought a car over there, too. Okay. So 77 Grand Prix. So I'm reliving my youth, right? Grand Prix do very well here. They do. I, they are... Monte Carlos and Grand Prix, uh, still popular to this day. And, you know, they're different popular than a Camaro or a Corvette. They're a different kind of following that, that you have. The guys are, you know, maybe not show participants as much as as you see in the Camaros mm-hmm. and the Corvettes and the Firebirds, but uh, certainly passionate about it. Kind of them. a niche group. Kind of yeah. like the, the Cutlass crowd too exactly and the 442 cutlasses are really doing well yeah. he has some good ones that are running today uh in lock haven that i'm anxious to see the results on uh because uh, the market on those has really gotten good and then we just got two great cars in today did you see that 70s corvette that came in oh my gosh oh what do you see this and a cheetah I saw the cheetah. Yeah, the cheetah is. He even said, "Is that a real? Is that a real one?" <laughs> no, it's not a real one. It's a. It's a. I don't. Replica is probably not the exact, the right word to call it because it's better than that. Mm-hmm. And a replica sometimes can connotate uh, not as good, or you know, uh, you know, it's like putting right. a Ferrari body on a Fiero. You know, it, right. that's not what this is. This thing is really well, well done. done. Uh, the performance of it is spectacular. The doors, you know, going up like oh, they did. did. Yeah, and uh, getting in it looks very, very cumbersome. <laughs> it's cool. Court. I, I don't anticipate that being here. Very long. I, I don't either because you don't see many of right. them, and and the real ones they didn't build many of them to exactly. begin with, and uh, so we'll have some more information. That'll be our one of our featured cars in the next couple of weeks we'll talk about uh, uh, on the show. And speaking of that, um, oh, and thanks to the Pat Travers Band for our music. Always. Always thanks to them. Those guys are awesome, and they're on tour now, and he has a new album out. So. Oh, he does? Yeah. So, <laughs> it's man, oh, man, these guys just keep churning them out, don't they? Well, you know, if you're an artist. You yeah. But think about it. He's been touring since, like, 70. Mm-hmm. So that's forever ago. Yeah. 52 years to be on the road. Man, don't you think you'd get sick and tired of hotels and, you know. You would think. You would think. But I, a lot of those guys, they really live for it. I mean, that's, that's their passion. And I know that, you know, I've been around that, uh, the rock and roll and the countryside of it. And it's in their blood. If they haven't been on stage in a couple of weeks, they got to go to a Walmart or something just to have people say, hey, look, exactly. there, there you are. I mean, Springsteen just announced a tour. I yeah. Mean, 72 years old. Like, look at the Stones. I mean, the Rolling Stones like, are. You want to take a break? Yeah, I would but think. It's, it's like you say, there's a calling to be on stage and to travel. Yeah, and not everybody's cut out for it. There's a lot of great singers and there's a lot of great people who are entertainers that can't 
be on stage. Yeah. Um, I know friends of mine who are singers who have probably the best voice you've ever heard, mm-hmm. but they just, they have, they're so afraid of stage, they have stage fright. Yeah. And you see that happen a lot. I mean, I don't, that, that never, I'd never understood that because it always just came easy to me to just talk to people mm-hmm. and see. Although the hardest thing to talk to people is when you're standing there, if you've ever talked to some people at like a baseball stadium through a microphone and it, you can hear yourself so loud, it's really difficult. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, 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 you lose your concentration. It's disorienting. Yeah, it really is. Your, your spatial reality. 100%. And I don't mean spatial like spatial. <laughs> I mean, S-B-A-T-I-A-L. Not special. Not southern spatial. So anyway, I digress from that. New inventory. How about the 94, 968 coupe we got in? Did you see that thing? I did see that thing. I love those. Yeah, we talked about 968 last week. I think it's just their special cars, but this one has some, some upgrades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, nicely done. It's set up for kind of club sport uh, type activity, and it's uh, um, they were made ninety two through ninety five, so not very many years relative in the Porsche world. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about nine elevens have been around since nineteen sixty five, four, somewhere right in there. Yeah, and uh, so that's that's a lot of years. That's almost as old as I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. and the nine twenty eight had a pretty long run. It ran from seventy eight until. 95, 90, I think 95 was the last year when they made the GTSs, which were arguably the best version of right. the, the 928s. Yeah. yeah. It uh, reminds me, I brought a sticker for you. Oh, thank you. You haven't gotten a Oh, my Reason Toter sticker. Reason Toter sticker for Porsche yeah. Club of America. Yeah. That's I, was, a re- I mentioned in one show that the, uh, the, that this local club has some beautiful 968 examples. Oh, yeah. Members, yeah. And they're just amazing. But this, this one's cool at our, this, this Yeah, it's, it's a track car. It's not perfect. It's, it's got some chips and dings and dents and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I mean, that's, you know, part of it. And, uh, you know, race cars are that way. We're, uh, this weekend we're all over the place. I mean, we were at Grant Miller Sale in Lock Haven, uh, which I recommend you go to if you've never been. We're at the Syracuse Nationals with our truck and trailer set up there this weekend. Wow. Uh, we had the, the Corvette National, or Corvette. <laughs> uh oh. Kill me now. <laughs> the Camaro Nationals here at our place. Um, and then the Chrysler's at Carlisle going on this mm-hmm. weekend as well, too. We were going to Lock Haven yesterday. Mm-hmm. We did a quick turnaround and back. And... Man, it was watching all the Camaros coming this way and all the Chryslers going towards Carlisle. And it was just trailer after trailer and cars. And it was amazing. It was fun Central to watch. Pennsylvania's on fire. It's on far, as we say. In now, the where's South. Lock Haven? Lock Haven is just north of or just kind of south of uh, Williamsport. Oh, okay. And uh, kind of near State College, oh, I should uh, know that. which yeah. is where, where Penn State is, yep. which is a neat kind of college town mm-hmm. if you've never been. Um, some of the other new inventory in this week uh, – a 64K20 pickup. Did you see that thing? It's a bad What color? That one is, I don't remember. Oh, no. I, I think it's a like a dark uh, something or other. Right. I can't remember. It's but anyway. navy blue. I think you're right. I think na- navy blue, which is my mother always said was the prettiest color for a car that you could ever have mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I don't know why she, she thought and, that. And what but. color is your Porsche? Why it's navy blue as well too, you know. So go figure that. Uh, now you've got me I'm curious. Sorry. Thanks, gosh. Now seven four is the stock. Number. Yes, it is. It's deep paint. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's blue. It is it navy is, blue. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I um, yeah, four by four, four fifty five, mm-hmm. four fifty four V eight aftermarket air. Frame off restoration. It's got a Dana 60 rear. Hmm. Um, these things were just big and bad uh, back in the day, and and still are. Truck is, trucks are really hot and still hot, and uh, we're always surprised at that. Really hot. 
And you know what's interesting? I'm just looking at this, and I don't always think to say this, but you know, on our website, there's uh, on each of our listings, there's a widget from Haggerty Insurance mm-hmm. tells you what your insurance would cost a year. And you've got a truck that you know, arguably, is worth somewhere in the thirty thousand ish range. Mm-hmm. And guess how much your insurance is going to be? Your four hundred seventy-one dollars a year. I guess four seventy-two. <laughs> what you thought better of it then, right? Four hundred seventy-one dollars a year, and that For, surprises people. It's car show insurance. It's show insurance or specialty it, insurance. It's specialty insurance, and it's agreed value insurance, mm-hmm. and that's important if you get insurance. You want agreed value because you don't want them to say, "Oh, look at this dusty book." You mean you just totaled your car? Well, it's only worth five thousand dollars, and you paid, you mm-hmm. know. 500,000 or 50,000 or whatever the number exactly. is. But um, another one we got in a 39 Plymouth P8 convertible, one of 387 built. Very rare, unusual. You know, what you would think of if you think of an Art Deco-ish 1930s, 1940s car. It's just got all the cool touches. Uh, leather seat, 201 cubic inch uh, L-head, uh, six-cylinder. It's got 2,000 pounds of chrome. <laughs> so I was going to say tons, but, you know, I wanted to be. It's got a ton of chrome. It's got a ton of chrome. Oh, wow. Chock full of chrome. And uh, it is really, really beautiful. And then the piece de resistance is the 62 Nova AFX gasser. I saw it. <laughs> that thing is crazy. How the hell do you drive Well, we have things? a run on gazers right now. We do. There's three or four. Of yeah, them. I've got, we got, th- this thing's got a Merlin 496, um, auto gear, four-speed manual. Uh, it's got electronic fuel injection with an Stacks, some ported aluminum L88 aluminum heads. Mm. You know, this thing is just da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> and if you know that reference, then you know that reference. Bone. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, one of my all time favorite Lincolns is the uh, 85 Lincoln Mark 7. I love those. Yeah. Those are always, and they made an LSC, which is really a cool car, which is more their GT oh, right, version right. of it. But mm-hmm. uh, five liter V8. This thing's got fifteen thousand original miles. M- amazing. Yeah, it's nothing. Well, that's it was probably an elderly, you know, just it, didn't. It's the luxury version of the LS or the yeah. uh, uh, the Mark Seven. It's a kind of a champagneish color, and it's you know, it's uh, it's what you would do probably white wall tires on it back mm-hmm. in the day. It's not a performance oriented version, although these had performance, uh, no question about it. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, some great new inventory we got in. Did you ask me where we sold cars? Where did you sell cars? You know, last week we only had 11, so it went pretty quick. This year, 28. Wow. Yeah. So the market, it started a little slow in July, but, you know, here they come. Here come just, you know, in like a lamb, out like a lion, or whatever they like to say. So where did we sell cars last week? Yes. <laughs> Wilmington, North Carolina, Douglasville, Pennsylvania, Hereford, Pennsylvania, Ridgefield, Connecticut, Arveda, Colorado, Hollister, California, Duryea, Pennsylvania, Lincoln University, Pennsylvania, Williamsport, 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 Pennsylvania, wow. Baltimore, Maryland, West Hill, New York, Downingtown, Pennsylvania, Great Falls, Virginia, Sanford, North Carolina, Malvern, Pennsylvania, Lombard, Illinois, Rochester, New York, Williamsport, Pennsylvania again, San Francisco, California, Newark, Delaware, Egan, Minnesota, Gridley, Illinois, Milton, Delaware, Easton, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and St. Charles, Missouri. Missouri, that's in deference to my wife who's from Kansas City, and she calls it Missouri when we all call it Missouri. But, you know, that's the way we are. Do, so. do the, William Push, the William Port cars go to the same person? Yes. So, yeah, he's a collector and came here and fell in love with four cars. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, is our kind of guy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the kind of guy we want. When we return, uh, we will talk to the uh, marketing and social media director of the Camaro Nationals, Drake Donovan, and he's going to tell us about uh, how they ended up here and why and what and where and their marketing effort and uh, where we can get involved in it if you've got a Camaro and aren't involved in it because it's important to do that. So when we return, we'll, uh, we'll talk to him. 
When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from Classic Auto Mall Studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, with the Camaro Nationals going on here. What a cool thing. When I was in Lockhaven uh, last week, or last week, yesterday, God, time flies when you're having fun. Everybody was asking me about the Camaro Nationals. It was amazing. They were all at this auction over there and just uh, south of Williamsport. But uh, the talk of the the buzz of the auction was Classic Auto Mall and the Camaro Nationals. And I've got our new friend, Drake Donovan, here, who's the marketing director for the Camaro Nationals and also the social media guru and everything else. Good morning, Drake. Good morning, Stuart. Yeah, uh, nice to, to be here. Yeah, so nice. I, I, I know you got a gazillion things to do today. And so we will keep this short and sweet, but we wanted to talk to you and Carl Chevy has been such a great uh, uh, guy to work with on the event, and everybody that we've met through your organization is just fantastic to work with. That's that's a testament to, to what's going on with you guys. Well, and it, it kind of goes back a long ways. Um, this event was born out of another event that uh, occurred in the Poconos during the 80s, and I think it was the International Camaro uh, Association or something to those kinds. Sure. Events. And, um, you know, that's how we... Uh, got people that were from Long Island, New York, from Ontario, Canada, um, involved because it was more geographically closer to them. When that event uh, kind of went away in uh, the late 90s, uh, Carl Sheffy and, and some of those that crew that, that formed what is the core of the Camaro Nationals formed an organization called the American Camaro Association. They established the guidelines for the concourse judging. Right. And they set the event up when what was the Summer Carlisle, which is now known as GM Nationals. Right. And, you know, that event then grew and grew and grew. And it got to a point where they didn't have enough indoor space at Carlisle wow. for dedicated to Camaros. With all the concourse judging for first and second gens, um, they, they outgrew the place. And that's how it ended up in Frederick, Maryland uh, since about 2010. And uh, so eventually, uh, we kind of outgrew that place. <laughs> and, you know, what had happened was we maintained the same date, which was the uh, the Saturday or the Thursday, Friday, Saturday after Father's Day in June. 
and GM Carlisle had the same date. So we were kind of losing a lot of folks that maybe wouldn't drive further south. Because they were closer to Carlisle. Yeah, they're, they're coming from Pittsburgh yeah, or Philly sure. or, or northeast Pennsylvania or central New York. But we were still drawing those people from Long Island, from, from Syracuse, from Buffalo, because they just enjoyed the camaraderie of this event and the people that were here. It's almost treated like a family reunion. If you go out to the parking lot and you see the club tents, the, the clubs that help organize this event, each club has a tent and they're, they're bringing a grill and they're cooking out and, and it's a family reunion, only it's the family that you choose right. to be a part of. <laughs> like it. It'd be nice family. to be able to choose your family, wouldn't exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, that's why this event, year after year, people keep coming back for more. Sure. And, uh, you know, we're now in our 23rd year. Wow. And uh, this location has afforded us the ability to grow exponentially. I think you said 470 cars at last check. Yeah. We had over 350 cars pre-registered. And so that's, you know, off the charts. Plus yeah. uh, showing up just today uh, for, for the bulk of the show. The indoor judging, the concourse judging for first, second, and third gens has been going on since Thursday. We also have a second room here that is invitational display cars. There are some very unique Camaros, unique option packages uh, that were invited to come and show race cars. Um, it runs the gamut sure. of, of the of the car hobby from first through uh, sixth generation. Yeah, six generations of Camaros now. I was watching some of the judging going on there on the uh, the, uh, the the Concord level of, of judging, I guess, which you all call, have a different name for it. What is that called? Well, we have two Concord classes. Yeah. One is a 1,000-point class called the Bowtie class. Right. And if you place in that class, then you are invited to go to the 5,000 point level, wow. which is Legends. Legends. And if you're a, a Corvette enthusiast, this is on par with what NCRS does or mm-hmm. Bloomington Gold. It really helps establish the valuation of the vehicle for its originality. Sure. You know, how well is it restored? Is it using new old stock parts? Or are the, the nuts and bolts and fasteners all correct? Are the markings correct to what they were when they left uh, either Norwood or Van Nuys factories? Right. And, uh, you know, we We've gotten up to the third gen. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking now with the fourth gens, uh, you know, we're, we're on, uh, we're coming up on 30 years uh, since the 1993 Camaro came out last. <laughs> That's uh, hard to know, believe. That'll be next year. <laughs> so I'm wondering if we're going to establish a concourse judging for the 93 to 02. Do you see the? Le- I mean, I guess the the question would be, it it's all comes back to value. The 93s uh, generation are not going to be as valuable yet. Yeah, not uh, yeah. quite yet. So uh, to go to that level is not cheap, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, you know, uh, those people that do have, uh, you know, original cars right. that, that have been kept in that. And there's condition. a lot of those. And and it, it <laughs> might be nice to start adding those. So if you sure. are the owner of a fourth gen, uh, a, a, a Hendrick uh, car from right. the 1997 year, the uh, the GMMG cars, uh, you know, Yanko, Tom Henry Racing. Right. The, I mean, these might be, uh, it might be time to start... Uh, uh, rattling our cage and saying, hey, we, we want to be in that we want big in. room with the first, we second, and third gens. You'd be surprised how many uh, fourth-gen cars that we get in here that have ridiculously low mileage. Yeah. You know, 3,000 original miles, 4,000 original miles, you know, 10,000 original miles even. And people don't realize all the time that value is created in these late model cars and low mileage. Low mileage is king when yes. it comes to those kind of cars. Documented yes. low mileage. Yes. Documented. <laughs> Not a rollover of the odometer from 100 
hundred thousand to a hundred and one, which yeah. now it goes, Oh, it's only got a thousand miles on it. Yeah. Your brake pedal looks like it's been pushed nine gazillion times. So <laughs> it probably is a little bit older than that. But, uh, I was watching the judging the legends class and there's like 15 guys going. I mean, that, that has to be hard to watch as an owner. You have to almost probably distance yourself from it just because yes. you just, you would just, it's your pride and joy and you just don't want to get too emotionally involved in that part yeah. of it. You got to just take what they give you. And you know, they're not trying to be cruel. No. Their job is to authenticate mm-hmm. and to make sure that it, you know, everything is correct, that it's done to the standard as it left the factory. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yes. So even, you know, you, that's the argument that you run into with Corvettes and Camaros and Novas and Chevelles is that you know, imperfect gaps and overspray on an upper radiator hose. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, that's tricky. You can almost over restore a car. Yes. Yes. And, and you know, and, and talking to, uh, you know, one of our uh, associate sponsors here was a, a, a dealership owner and a second generation dealership owner. And he talked about it at dinner the other night saying, you know, people will say, Oh, this came from the factory that way. It's like, no, the factory messed up and the dealership <laughs> had to fix it before sale. Right. So, you know, there may have been a part missing or a paint defect or uh, a defect with the interior that the dealer then uh, rectified. And that's sure. how you can get some differentiation in these cars right. uh, on the assembly line. One of the ways. The other way was, okay, we're out of this part, so let's put this part on. Yeah, here's here's the part that you would normally go yeah. on a, on a you know a, a base Camaro, and now we're going to put it on the SS396 or vice versa, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Maybe you got a different tranny or rear end yeah, or something with that. Or even trim components. Oh, sure. Like, well, how did this end up with the, uh, the ice cube shakers on the hood when it's a, <laughs> supposed right. to be a 307 Sport Coupe? Yeah, and you find out that that actually actually can happen yeah. you know and and i guess do i mean do the judges and, and maybe you and everybody do y'all learn something every one of these events i mean do you learn something about you say oh that never happened and then you find out wow it oh, really yeah. did you, you do learn something new every year um the um and the judges have been working on these guide manuals uh the 69 uh information guide is right. out now it's available for sale i think it's retailing for 75 dollars and they're Winning compiling goals. the uh the 6768 right uh and I'm sure a, a second gen uh, 70 to 73 manual is not too far off in the distance. I love those second gens. That's what I grew up with. And I was talking to you earlier before we came on the air, and we talked about those second gen SS396 four speed cars. There's yeah. like three of them in the in mm-hmm. being in the, the legend judging, and they are. You just didn't see many of those. They yeah. just you saw the Z28s and you saw the you know the other Camaro, but the SS396s were rare. And I don't even think I really even knew what they were back then. Yeah. I wouldn't have even well, known that they were. Made. And you think about, you know, when the second generation debuted, it debuted late in 1970, you know, you're 70 and a half almost, yeah. right? So you're seeing the, um, you know, the, the insurance, uh, industry cracking down. You're seeing the early parts of the fuel crisis. So, you know, there wouldn't be a lot of second generation SS396s. Sure. Because 70 to 71 maybe, and that's about it. Right. Exactly. You know? And then you're starting to see the type LT and, you know, the, yeah. the demise of the SS and, and eventually the Z28. Well, I think a lot of the guys who are, especially building the resto mods, are looking for the LTs and the bases so they can take yes. them in. You know what? It was interesting, though. I was looking at the, there's a, uh, I don't know what green it is. The first car you come into, this uh, second generation, that green, that fathom 
green or whatever yeah, color yeah. it was. And it doesn't have a rear spoiler. Yes. And it's a really, it kind of takes you for a, a second glance when you look at it. You think, oh man, I'm used to seeing the rear end. And if you look directly on the rear end, it looks almost completely different without the rear spoiler. Yes. You know, that's the car I grew up in. My mother yeah. had a 1971 rally. Sport. Right. It was uh, lime green metallic with the green nice. vinyl top, nice. high round back seats, the basket handle, <laughs> uh, automatic shift. Sure. And no spoiler. Right. And, and the rally wheels with the six, uh, squared off. Yeah. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Big center cap. <laughs> yeah. And so that is the first car that I ever knew. That's what started my love affair of cars and Camaro. Right. And you do not see those cars. You do not. A, a 307 yeah. Sport Cooper Rally Sport. Uh, you know, it, either they they were they were tubbed and, yeah. and turned into drag cars, yeah, right, or or they were uh, you know tributes to to SS three ninety six or, or, or resto mods, or yeah, resto yeah. Mods. yeah. So if anyone out there happens to have a lime green seventy one, seventy two, seventy three, look me up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if you can't find him, send it to podcast at classicautomall dot com, and we'll get it to him. So uh, <laughs> with a with a little uh, additional commission on yeah, top. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, I somebody brought in not. Too long ago, a convertible six-cylinder Camaro. Yes, and I was like uh, first gen, and I was like, I, I didn't really even think. I mean, I, I guess they made them, but I never really thought much yeah. about well, it. We so. have in our Northeast Ohio Camaro Club, right. one of the organizing clubs of this event. Uh, there's a fellow that has a Fathom Green '69 convertible, so Fathom Green, white interior, white top, right, and six-cylinder. Six you know, you saw it a lot in the Mustangs, but not as much in the Camaros for whatever reason. I, I mean, I guess. I guess Mustangs were more the secretary's car and the mm-hmm. Camaros were more performance oriented or, or thought to be maybe yeah. a little bit more but, performance. But the column shift. It's like, <laughs> Mustang always had a floor shift. I'll give, I'll give. Yeah, yeah, I will have to give kudos to them on that. And a column shifter when you snuck your dad's 74 Lincoln Continental out and you're trying to shift through the gears of the column shifter, it's easy to put it into reverse. So I've heard, and <laughs> my dad found out that he, I, I, and I'll never forget this, I did that, and about three days later, the transmission fell out. I'd snuck the car out, and the transmission fell out, and, and my dad said, that's it, no more Lincolns, I'm buying Cadillacs from now on. And about 20 years ago, I said to dad, we were at dinner one night, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, I said, you know, it's just like the time when I screwed up that transmission in your Lincoln, and you switched to Cadillacs. He said, what? And I went, oh, man, he didn't, I'd Never told him this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we grew up Camaros, Firebirds, you know, mostly Camaros, Firebirds, and maybe a rogue Corvette or two. Uh, but not many. Most of them were just Camaros and Firebirds. Uh, that's what we could afford. That fit into our wheelhouse. Yeah. The cars that we loved. And later we started liking the Z car Datsuns and things like that. Yeah. Just because they were kind of different and cool. And they, you know, look different than what you're used to seeing. But I think, you know, for me, a Camaro is, is about as American car as you can get. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know. Blue collar, yeah, working man's type sports car. Absolutely, and you can go it from all levels. You know, from a, just a one that's a driver that you enjoy uh, to you know the later model ones. Which you know, I'm not a big fan of later model cars. I, I like the older stuff, but I, but I get it, and I like the nostalgia side of it. You know, yeah. um, and the Camaro, man, it it just keeps chugging along. How many are they selling a year now? Are they still selling? It's it's unfortunate that the the car is not selling as well. As the Mustang right. Challenger, and I think that has there there are a number of factors involved with that. Number one, we have the crisis of supply, right? Um, you know, chip shortages, which General Motors is saving those chips for their high 
profit. For the ones that make, yeah, the SUVs. The yeah. And SUVs yeah. and yeah. so forth. So they're not building as many, so they're not selling as many. Right. Um, I also feel, too, that the car uh, needed needed some help. And unfortunately, when they went to the refresh, they kind of took it in a different direction than sure. what enthusiasts were hoping. Exactly. Like yeah. More retro looking, I think. Yeah. yeah. More retro looking, but also, you know, they've limited colors. Uh, right. If you yeah. look at what uh, uh, Chrysler and Ford have done with the Challenger and Mustang, they offer nostalgic colors. They yeah. may not be available every year, but you could get a yeah. Mustang and Grabber Blue. You can get exactly. a, 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 a Sublime uh, Challenger or Charger. Sure. Uh, you can get an RT, a Scat Pack. Yeah. You can get a Mach 1 as of 2020. Yeah, exactly. But uh, unfortunately, the Z28 fell victim of uh, building a, a stripper car that would cost $75,000. Sure. <laughs> kind of our tough sell. <laughs> the Hellcat is available with all the creature comforts and yeah. will still you know, do well on the drag strip. Exactly. So exactly. So when we return, we will talk more things Camaro and uh, get uh, some more insight into this hobby and talk about the future of the uh, Camaro Nationals. We'll be right back. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888-ANTIQUE or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in overcast ish. Yeah, it's kind of it, but actually, it's nice out there. It's not too hot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, we got Drake Donovan here from the Camaro Nationals, and we were just talking about when we were off the air about you know the cool thing about where we're located is seven miles up the road is Maple Grove, mm-hmm. and that is one cool drag strip. Yeah. And a lot of the uh, members were up there, I guess, the other night or. Or yeah, last so night, this this uh, opportunity with Maple Grove came rather last minute in our planning. Sure, and our dinner was limited to two hundred attendees, so the dinner tickets sold out right away. So sure. a lot of folks then came back and said, "Well, hey, I don't want to go to the dinner. I want to turn my ticket in because I'm going to go to the drag strip." Tonight. Oh wow, yeah. So on Friday night. 
uh, a lot of folks opted to go to the drag strip, take a few passes, see what their cars can do. Nice. And then they came back to the hotel for our live auction, sure. which benefited Silence of Mary Home. We don't have a total on the monies raised yet, but uh, we raised probably a few thousand dollars nice, for, nice. for our charity, which, uh, you know, and that's what this event is all about. This is sure. a, a fundraising event. Uh, 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 process for this charity which you know the car show life and that's my business car show life but i I look at it car show life is about sharing your vehicle and and doing good absolutely absolutely we we are so fortunate to be able to own these vehicles and and for the folks that own the trailers and and all the other and, and maybe it's not their only vehicle right um so to be able to give back to a community by enjoying your hobby, I think that's that's a wonderful thing. And yeah. I don't think it's any better than that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the, combining the best of wor- both worlds: doing something good and doing something you enjoy. Yes, <laughs> it's like it's like my job. You know, I walk in here every day and I think I'm blessed to be able to do this yes. because I get to look at old cars all day long. Yes. Although I, my job is mostly spreadsheets and numbers anymore. Yes. But you know, but, that's part of it. But, but the office is surrounded <laughs> by beautiful scenery of a lot of beautiful cars. Well, yeah, when I go to lunch, I get to see them. So are you? You, um, uh, so we talked about, we talked to Carl, who runs the uh, the Camaro Nationals, about uh, future events, and he seems pretty positive on coming back to Classic Automall in Morgantown yeah, to I do this that, again. You know, uh, we we looked at the growth that we had in the last year, and it's been exponential. Right. Uh, the, the date change also has helped us because we're not really competing with uh, another Camaro show. I mean, we've got sure. uh, Carlisle has the Chrysler Nationals this weekend. Syracuse Nationals is happening up in New York. You said there was. The, uh, the auction, CAA auto yep. auction up yep. in Lockhaven, Mill, Mill Hall area. So, you know, there are a lot of automotive-related events, but I don't think they step on each other's toes. Yeah, I think uh, so. And, and think we were right. very careful. We did not want to be uh, on top of another Camaro-related event. Right. And there are several across the country. You had Camaro Fest in Bowling Green last week. Uh, there is a uh, Carolina gathering. I think that happens in April. Uh, there is a Camaro Superfest in Michigan, which normally would be the July 4th weekend. They've moved their date to August. Right. So a little more separation. And then there's the NEOCC Fall Classic All Camaro Show, which happens second weekend in September right. uh, out at the Summit Racing Equipment Store in Talmadge, Ohio. So we felt like this date now put enough separation between those all Camaro shows that we all like to attend. Sure. Yeah, you don't want to miss one. (laughs) People here that go to Bowling Green, and then they go to uh, Michigan, and then they go to uh, Ohio, and that's their summer. They plan their summer around those particular dates. And they have been for years, right? Yeah. now you've got June, July, August, and September. I love it. These all Camaro shows. And what about uh, the muscle car show in uh, Chicago that they do, McCann, that that show? I mean, that is not all Camaro, but it's certainly a huge amount of Camaros are there. Yes, and that is on my to-do list. I, Me I missed too. out on it last year. Uh, one of our organizers, uh, Morgan Iorio, who's the president of the NEOCC, mm-hmm. attended last year, and they had a couple of uh, the uh, Ohio Club's uh, nice. cars in that show. Yeah. So um, that's definitely on, on a to-do list, as well yeah. as the, the auctions that you were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. So. Well, you know, it's funny. We just sold a, a pace car Camaro, brought huge record money for us, because they sold their original 67 pace car Camaro at Mecham, and it brought, I think, 600... What was it? 
dollars, I think it was that it brought for this uh, for a Camaro '67 pace car that actually paced the race at the Indy 500, and that so you know a world record times yeah. ten. Yeah. Uh, and the market is good on Camaros and all that. Now, do you all pay much attention to values and what they are? Or is it just more that you'd love it, you do it, and you love it, and you don't think about what it's going to be worth 10, 15, 20 years from now? The, the, the average enthusiast just wants to drive and enjoy the car. Sure. Um, there are those folks that are the in, in the concourse room that look at more of an investment opportunity, mm-hmm. and uh, their their enjoyment is bringing it back to what it was once was. Um, mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of us out there that want to build a car into what we want it to be. Right. Um, the phrase, I void warranties, uh, which gets emblazoned <laughs> on car show life t-shirts from time and again, street legal kinda. Right. Uh, you know, that's the attitude of a lot of folks that are right. out on the show field. Uh, getting their cars judged in the heartbeat class, you know, right. they they want to do the Lambo doors and the and the sure. LED lights, and so and it's their choice, yes, you know, and yes, do we hate to see a you, you hate to see an SS three ninety six seventy Camaro, you know, butchered up and done into something else, but it's the owner's choice to do what they want to yeah. do with these I, cars. In fact, there is a car on this show field uh, this weekend. Uh, it is a uh, two thousand two thirty fifth anniversary convertible, right? That has been transformed into a sixty nine tribute. Wow. So they cut the front and the rear off, put 69 front end and right. nose on it. And it's just like, okay, that was a limited edition car. But apparently the, the guy that did it, you know, it was after Camaro went away. In right, right. He bought a handful of these cars and did this conversion. And it's a really well done sure, conversion. Sure. But at the same time, uh, couldn't you have done that? It's just a base, yeah. Z28 or SS, not well, the, edition, or the anniversary edition. That's what makes this hobby go around is that there's, you know, uh, all different things for different folks and, and that kind of thing. And I get that. And people, some people like certain things. Some people like purist or, you know, don't want it to be messed with at all. And others get out of, we say this all the time, they get out of their new Cadillac Escalade and get into their 69 Z28 and they go, Oh, this doesn't drive so nicely, you know, yeah. and that's the, the, the start of resto mods. Yes. Those guys were like, listen, I want the look of this, mm-hmm. but, but I don't want the discomfort of this, yes, you know. Exactly. So, and that's the frustrating part about the hobby is, is that I, you know, I like driving a Model A Ford. I think it's a challenge or a Model T is really a challenge because yes. of the gears and pedals are wrong and, 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 and yeah, advance and you do this and you act like you know what you're doing you know i was telling somebody the other day there's nothing worse than standing up on an auction block in front of a crowd of a thousand people and somebody says hey open that hood and you have no idea how to open the hood yeah. and you're fumbling around and you're supposed to be the car guy yeah. Right? yeah well you can't know everything well you can't that's that's true although my guys do a pretty good job of it if they don't know it they they find it yeah. uh, and we try to do our best to document all the car you know we have i just was looking we have 33 camaros in inventory right now so and i think i look at them all and you know it's some of them uh you know we're beholden to consigners because all of our cars are on consignment so sometimes they're priced a little aggressively but after a period of time the guy you know will figure it out if it hadn't sold there's generally usually only one reason it hasn't sold and it's because price there's a butt for every seat Mm -hmm. it depends on how long it takes to find that but but do you do your members trade cars in between each other and buy and sell and all that does that happen a lot yeah that's that, you, you've seen that where, you know, you look at this car. Oh, I remember when so-and-so used to own this. Right, right. Oh, yeah, you kept it up really well. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are appreciative when 
they let go of a car and it goes to another enthusiast right. who appreciates it and takes care of it. Uh, you know, in my lifetime, I have every car that I've let go of, I kind of treat it like an ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that, that period was nice, but that's over and I don't want to ever see her again. <laughs> yeah, and, I, uh, and if I hear that one damn song of hers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and so, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm now thinking about the car I currently own and I, I think about, okay, there's so many other different flavors of ice cream right. to try. I you know. know. I, I desperately would love to do that second gen resto mod, but also, you know, if Camaro's going to end in 2023, 2024, maybe I need to get my butt in a sixth gen. Right. And try that. So sunshine, my yellow, <laughs> rally yellow convertible, uh, that I've had for the past, uh, uh, 10 years. Right. Uh, she's been a good comrade, but it may be time to let her go. And I would love to see that car go to, Somebody the right guy, upstate. person, not right guy. Yeah, but but a, a member from upstate New York or Michigan or somebody mm-hmm. that I, will come to these events and and show her with the same amount of pride that I have. Absolutely, in a formal rental car. Yeah, that <laughs> oh, I love I that. I bought certified pre-owned and, and turned her into a trophy winner. So, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I want to do a second gen resto mod. I want to find a base Camaro, just as base as you can possibly find it. It could be a '75 or a '74. Yes. I don't care. I want to turn it into the coolest resto mod on the planet. But well, the the unfortunate part is that I would probably spend I don't know, it'd be a lot of money. That's well, the problem. Here here's the thing. This is this is the dream car and this might be uh something that somebody out there gets the idea to do. A second generation greatest hits. Oh. Take a a seventy eight or so mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. T tops, yeah. the, the uh, hatched out window, uh-huh. power you know windows, power locks, you know all that stuff already on board. Yeah, I like that. And you take the front and rear fascia off, and you put that nineteen seventy full bumper or or rally sport split bumper Love on that. it, and then you turn it into take a the note. greatest hit <laughs> of the second generation. So that would be my dream yeah. estimate. If I can't get a hold of that seventy one yeah. lime green poly, uh, that would that would be the way I would. Do it. And and you have to go with some kind of brand new crate motor, I oh, would imagine, absolutely. because yeah. there's why not at that point well, in time. You hashtag know. LS swap the world. <laughs> yeah, because, because it's like a four-speed. You know, there's nothing worse than getting in a four-speed Camaro or a four-speed anything, and you're just aching for that fifth gear, because exactly. the thing it sounds like it's going to just explode on the highway. Exactly. You know, you're trying yeah. to run down the highway at 60 miles an hour. But, uh, man, I tell you, we, we've uh, we've seen some amazing cars here this weekend. Uh, anything that's really surprised you uh, that you've seen that you hadn't seen before? Uh, the thing that surprised me is the amount of cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we, we, we would do, you know, uh, 150, 200 right. uh, when we were in Frederick, Maryland. Now we, we've doubled that this year. Sure. And, you know, again, this venue, Classic Auto Mall, has been fantastic. The uh, Holiday Inn that's attached to it has been mm-hmm. fantastic. Everything's all in one place. Yeah. And I feel so bad for those folks that weren't able to get into the host hotel because they, they still have to travel. Sure. But for those of us that are here on site, I mean, it feels like when you go to a convention or, or an amusement park and you're, or like you said, uh, leaving for the airport, a flight the next morning and you stay at the airport connected to the hotel. Yeah. It's just all right here. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the hotel has a restaurant. There's a McDonald's not too far from here. There's a casino not too yeah, far from here. Yeah, the new casino. So, um, you know, this, this area has a lot going on, and I, I think Camaro Nationals is going to be here for, for uh, some, some years to come. Well, we certainly welcome and, and hope that we can do this for many years in the future. And I think that we'll only get better at it as we go, because this is arguably the largest event that we've done here as well, too. We had the Model A Restorers Club here a couple of weeks, three weeks ago, and they had probably 350, 400 cars here. And it was a great turnout. But, uh, you know, what you find is that you're not going to get spectators coming out to see the Model A as much as you're going to see the Camaro. Yes. That that changes the dynamic. More people are going to come out to see a Camaro than they're going to come to see Model Ts yeah. or Model As, and uh, and that's just 
nature of you know generations in 50 years that'll probably be different it'll be mitsubishis and yeah exactly exactly. and uh that kind of thing so uh but i think that uh truthfully it's a win-win for everybody uh to have you guys here and to uh have the turnout and the people like you said the people that come to this event are good people they're just Mm -hmm. nice to talk to they're respectful of our cars when you come in here and i was just doing the math between 470 camaros here 300 barn fine and our 650 cars for sale there's 1420 classic or special interest cars on this property right now wow that just took my breath away almost to even say it out loud that's for almost 1500 cars here yeah that's crazy and guess what it costs to come in to see classic automall zero Yep. We don't charge a nickel. We don't, that's not how we're going to make our money. We're going to make our money selling cars. If you've got a great car to sell, let us know. And listen, any of you guys that have, uh, you know, heard the show and want to get involved with the Camaro Nationals and the Camaro Clubs, uh, just go to, let's see, I just figured that out. What's the, what's the, uh, the, the URL is CamaroNationals.org. Yeah. So CamaroNationals.org. Go to there. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. At Camaro Nationals. At Camaro Nationals, and you'll get to see all kinds of cool, I'm sure, pictures from this weekend and and pictures from previous events. And uh, certainly uh, uh, one of those uh, clubs that I think will live in perpetuity. I don't see Camaros ever going away. Yeah. uh, You know, the car might no longer be in production. but Doesn't matter. We've been there before in 2002. (laughs) You've gone down Uh, that road. And so, uh, you know, I see the values of the older cars starting to come up. If, if, If the new ones are no longer available, we're starting to see you know the the early and late second gens yep 70 to 73 78 to 81 really starting now starting to see those third gens the 82 through 92 right and you know i i graduated high school in 1993 sure chevrolet introduced the fourth generation camaro my my first uh new camaro was a 2002 rally sport yeah i love the 2002 you know i'm of the age that those third and fourth gens are are my wheelhouse that sure was my first car <laughs> and my first new camaro right exactly uh, with a cavalier in between but you know anybody a cavalier know? attitude or you mean the cavalier car <laughs> cavalier z24 cavalier z24 don't forget college between 1995 and 1999 you probably had that if you were a chevy fan you had that, that? or you had a dodge neon or you had the ford s yeah was it a two Point four liter, two point four quad four, quad four. Well, it was a wonderful, <laughs> it was a wonderful little car. It really was for, for what it was. Exactly, one hundred percent. Well, we uh, we could do this all afternoon, but uh, we uh, certainly got you've got things to do. I'm certain, yes. and uh, and and I know that this has been a busy week for you, and we appreciate everything you guys do. And if you need anything from us, don't hesitate. Everybody, Drake Donovan from the Camaro Nationals. Thanks again for being on the show. Thanks, Stuart. All right, take care. We'll see you in a minute. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268- 4783 or visit jctaylor.com/awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor if you want the truth about politics medicine weapons classic cars and more you'll want to tune in to america's web radio 
You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2 only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right, and you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast, live from the Classic... Well, we're live today. We are A-live. We are A-live <laughs> and uh, a kickin'. <laughs> and there's no G on the end of kickin', because it's just, you know... Well, I won't say it, but anyway. Uh, what a great guest, Drake Donovan uh, from the Camaro Nationals, their marketing guy and uh, show car guy and mm-hmm. Camaro guy all, all the way through. And, uh, you know, we're excited to have these type of events here. I mean, I'm you know, I'm certainly biased, but... I think it's a perfect venue for these things. I really do. I think we need to invest in another hotel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 On, the other side. on the other side. Well, well, not only that, but we have, you know, 12 acres across the street that right. uh, we've got that, uh, you know, could be opportunity there. So you never know. Maybe somebody, some hotelier will say, hey, and then they could put a little bridge across to us. Right. And then we could decorate the bridge with classic automall. <laughs> so, you know, there's it's all becoming, that. This is sort of uh, not to – I mean, this is like Carlisle East. <laughs> yeah, it, it is in a way. It, it's much smaller scale, obviously. Yeah. I don't know how big Carlisle is, but uh, yeah. we're gaining on you, Carlisle. Yeah, we're a, coming after you. It's a, it's a fairgrounds with a whole town of hotels. Absolutely. That's basically what it is. So did we just go over 9,000 subscribers on TikTok? Yeah, po- we're at nine, yep, 908818 uh, at this point. <laughs> uh, so almost 10,000. <laughs> Nine zero eight one. Wait a minute. That's ninety thousand eight hundred and seventy two and point three. Yeah, we crossed the threshold this morning. Nine thousand followers. Thank you so much if you're following us on TikTok. Yes, thank you, and uh, that's that's awesome. You know, it's uh, it's one of those uh, social media sites that we weren't sure if it was going to generate with the audience uh, cars, and, and you know, it's a younger, excuse a little younger mm-hmm. than maybe some of the other, you know, the old guys Facebook, and I'm still on MySpace. So yeah, <laughs> is that even you're the a, only one? Yeah, is is that even even exist anymore. I don't, I don't so. know. I don't think also, so. Also, we loaded the promo. Uh, we now have a podcast promo video on YouTube. Nice. You check that out. Alyssa of Miss Pennsylvania. Alyssa Bainbridge, our uh, Miss Pennsylvania, who, uh, you know, we, 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 we shot her off. <laughs> we sent her to the stars, <laughs> didn't we? Star. <laughs> See, you come work at Classic Auto Mall and you end up becoming Miss Pennsylvania. I mean, what? You know, I don't know. Lightest touch. <laughs> you have Camaro Nationals here. It's the most cars they've ever had. Ever had. You know, they were saying, he was saying down in Frederick, Maryland, they had a hundred. 150, 200 cars, maybe. And uh, it just lends itself well. The venue lends itself well. And there's more to do. You go to a fairgrounds, which is great, mm-hmm. or even Carlisle. I mean, there's no, you got to go other places. And now you've got your hotel, you've got a restaurant, you got a lounge. Well, I'm thinking got, the testimonial that Drake sat here. Absolutely. It was, it was exactly, uh, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. If we scripted it, we couldn't have done a better job. So, uh, Drake, you going a job? Well, <laughs> we need you. Uh, but anyway, um, we have... You know, people are worried about these events because of, you know, the gas prices going so crazy and, and, and all of that. And we're not seeing a slowdown in mm-hmm. these things. I think people are hungry to do things and they just don't 
if, I mean, if they got to pay what they got to pay for gas, then so be it. Well, listen, if you trailer your Camaro, yeah. you're not burning any gas. Well, <laughs> except for the trailer. I mean, the truck. Yeah, the trailer oh, doesn't yeah. cost you any gas, yeah, yeah. and certainly the the Camaro doesn't have to burn any gas. But uh, your truck, oh, man, I bought a 17 diesel. Oh, yeah. man, we've talked about this. That mm-hmm. thing, that thing can eat some fuel if it wants to. And of course. Watch the meter. <laughs> yeah. like the I got to keep my foot out of it is the problem. Yeah. You know, I, I want a tendency to drive everything like it's a race car exactly. and uh, I shouldn't. So hopefully gas prices are going to continue to go down. Uh, this, look at the orange on that car. Yep. That is interesting. Sorry. We're sorry for you listeners. We're just looking out the window at, at all the things happening out in the parking lot. And there's a ton of stuff happening out there. All the clubs that uh, help put on the event have their own little tent set up and they're doing barbecues for their members. And then there's food trucks out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's judging tents inside. They're doing the legends judging and the bow tie judging. And then there's the custom side of it. And I mean, it's just a lot going on. It's, it's a big event. It really is. And, and so far it's just been great. And, and uh, we applaud these guys for putting – they put out these maps that had a detailed layout of everything. They really know what they're doing. And it's nice to work with people that have done this before. When I was coming back from – oh, where was I coming back? I was coming back from Philadelphia the other day down the turnpike, and I saw a guy pass me in a in a uh, Ferrari Testarossa. Really? <laughs> I was just thinking about vanity plates. Sorry, I'm going off on this mm-hmm. tangent. But uh, the vanity plate on his Ferrari Testarossa was no wife. So that guy's, you know. My grandmother had a friend in, in down the Jersey Shore who had a boat, and his wife's name was Ruth, and he named his boat Ruthless. <laughs> I mean, perfect. Golly, I mean, that bet that made her happy. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't care about she the didn't, boat. I don't care. I don't she ever saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a whole other story then, too. How do you have a boat? And, well, I don't know. That's, <laughs> we could go deep into all yeah. that. So, uh, but anyway, um, thanks to the National Camaro Club and, uh, you know, for being here. And, uh, we hope, uh, this was as successful for them as it is for us. We were busy yesterday, like yesterday, Friday, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe. And today, equally as busy. Uh, I can see all the people coming in and checking in and signing in. And, and the good news is the only thing we ask you for if you to come in, the admission price is your, your name and your email address. That's all we ask for. And we'll send you an email blast once a month. And we still get people unsubscribe that say, I get too many emails from you. And I'm like, I, I send one a month. Right. I don't send three a day like some people I know. They get it from classic shoes and classic. Yeah. And auction houses yeah, and, and other. They think it's you. They think. They, <laughs> are they confused? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to email them and say, hey, that's not me. I've just sent you one email every 30 to 31 days. I think email is a dying, uh, because of spam. I think it's a dying. Well, I think so too. I I think there's, there's probably, you know, no question about that. I mean, it, you find more and more people who say, oh, you know, it's like, can I email it to you? Well, if you must. <laughs> I think texting. I think people text more than they email. Way more. A lot of my car specialists, that's how they communicate with their, their buyers and their sellers. They, exactly. they're communi- they're texting back and forth. And, you know, it's, uh, I guess I, I'm just going to have to get hip. I, you got to get hip. You <laughs> got to get, roll with the times. I got to roll with the times. I can't just be so, you know, head in the sand-ish. Right. So, but anyway, um, if you need to reach me, I'm still available at, uh, Tech, or, uh, regular email. Regular email. Podcast at classicautomall.com. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok. Whatever. And, uh, whatever there. What's the other one? Facebook. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, somebody was asking me the other day about 
one of my dealer friends was saying, you all still use eBay. You know, you talk about an old school-ish mm-hmm. uh, medium, but we do. We run uh, all of our inventory on eBay about once every 10 days on a seven-day auction. Now, do we sell a lot of cars on eBay? No, not directly. But it does a couple of things. We run seven days auctions, and it does create a sense of urgency that somebody will say, oh, that's ending in three days or two days or two hours. So we better call them and find out, even though that price may be half of what, what the regular price, you know, what the asking price is. So, um, so we, we, we do that because it generates marketing and people see it that may not see it other places. And then every once in a while, somebody has to buy it now and actually come through and say that really? their dog didn't hit it or their cat <laughs> or their three year old son somehow hit the button, also went to, you know, the eBay payment, sent $500 through a credit card and your two year old did this. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. And by the way, if you have a car here and you see that it's hit it reserve on eBay. Please do not go out and buy another car yet. Wait until we call you because a lot of time the guy goes dormant. Mm-hmm. We'd never hear from him. They hit the buy now and even go as far as to give us a $500 deposit and then they disappear. Really? And it's just bizarre. It's mm-hmm. like, well, where? Why, 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 why would you walk away from $500? You felt guilty for hitting the buy it now or you felt guilty for and then you sent the 500 and then you really didn't even want the car. Well, then the wife, is that, the wife found out. Is that drinking an eBay in or the wife found out is yeah. probably it. I, we get guys all the time say, well, I, I can't buy that. <laughs> why not? <clears throat> My wife says, no, I'm like. You think about checking with her before you did all this, before we went through all this exercise and futility. Um, but it happens. I, you know, I think, you know, part of the problem of what we have is people come in here and they go, Oh my God, I gotta have that car. You know, mm-hmm. they get wide eyed and their, their eyes are bigger than their stomach or their wow. eyes are bigger than their wallet or their wife's wallet or who, whomever's Whoever. wallet it is. The joint. The, the joint, joint wallet. wallet, yeah, that requires two signatures. Nothing says uh, somebody cheated like uh, both of your same names on a Facebook account, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, it was a great show today and great to have the Camaro Nationals here, and Drake Donovan was a great guest, and Steve and Ethan, wonderful job as always. And we will see you here next week, and hopefully we'll have another guest with us, or you'll hear a repeat, and we'll have another. Two weeks from now, we're going to have um, uh, Bill Rothermel, who's nice. a, a Concord judge and MC, and all-around great knowledgeable car guy and we'll talk all kinds of things cars we'll see you next time from the classic auto mall podcast we appreciate your listening to our show today and don't forget when you're in southeastern pennsylvania come visit us in person we're open monday tuesday thursday and friday from 9 a.m to 5 p.m wednesday is our late day and we're here from 9 a.m to 8 p.m saturdays we're open from 9 a.m to noon and we are closed on sundays you can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com. To reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. The Classic Automall Podcast is produced by Car Smarts Media. Theme song by the Pat Travers Band. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.